experience the memorial picks preview one and done we got it all here for you if you are out there and want to support the show easy way to do so smash the like button for the episode give me your winner in the comment section also play in the pme open we are recording this monday afternoon there are six thousand six hundred and sixty seven spots available in the pme open this week on DraftKings. there is currently over five thousand people already in the contest so you want your spot you better do it right fucking now the link is in the description of the video and podcast please go play we've maxed it out a hundred thousand dollars of rake free guaranteed money in the prize pool so you want to get your spot in the best tournament on DraftKings? you know how to do it you might want to start paying attention to the saturday evening sunday morning show that i put out for golf because that's the first place you can go get that link also please rate and review the podcast i mean just rate it but you know reviews would be nice too if we get 250 more ratings five star ratings on the audio podcast which i've been told you can't do on spotify or google so i'm sorry if you you, you use those too but for apple podcasts and stitcher you can leave reviews if we get 250 more this week by, let's say, Wednesday, Jeff, you're nodding your head. You know what I'm saying, right? I, I say it. Let's put it out there. Cut Sweat Friday. Yes! But if we don't get it, I'm not fucking doing it. Okay, do it! <laughs> that means you have to do it this week. I want to do it. I'm <laughs> fired up. I feel like we owe the people some because we, we would have done one for the players and it got axed. But I had a baby. Yeah, of course. And then COVID. It's usually a well, special COVID. Thing. Baby, still COVID. We pretty much did it special. It's pretty much just majors and players, but we just feel like it's the people can earn one. Uh, It's Tiger Week. The people can earn one. And Tiger's going to win. The people can earn one. How great would it be? How great would it be for golf if Tiger won this week? Just straight up. It'd be bad for the books because they're hanging numbers on Tiger, which I've already bet. So, And you know that I'm not the only one who's fired up to bet Tiger at like 28 or 30 to 1. You know, every rando who's never bet on golf before is going to the window with 100 bucks and betting on Tiger Woods. And it's not going to be like two or three people. It's going to be like 100,000 people doing it. The books, they better pray Tiger doesn't win. They're leaving it. And if Tiger doesn't win, they're making all the money. So it's a good bet on their part. You want to have this conversation? No, I'm just saying just in terms of the book. That they're going to be actively rooting against Tiger, despite the fact that Tiger is bringing mm. in so much more money. I would wager that Memorial is going to be the highest bet on tournament for golf. But the ratings and reviews, and people are having like more people use Android than Apple. I actually have the numbers on this. Um, 98% of people who listen to the Pat Mayo Experience podcast will listen to it through Apple Podcasts. So you're wrong about that. In terms of media savvy, like you have an Android, right, Jeff? Yes. Would you say that you consume a lot of media? Because I, I mean, more people own non-Apple products than Apple products, but I do think that a lot of consumers of media own Apple products. That would be my working theory on it. That's fair. I think it's pretty split. I think Android's got more legs than people give them credit for. No, like more people own Androids, but I'm saying like if you're big on doing multimedia from your phone or listening to podcasts or watching videos, I would gather that more people in that sort of engagement have Apple. That'd be fair, my theory. Fair, That'd be my theory on it fair. anyway. And then you get your AirPods, which Tim can't have because he loses them. Big week for Tim. But it was also a big week for viewers of this show and members of FantasyNational.com. You get 20% off FantasyNational.com if you use the code MAYO or FantasyNational.com slash MAYO. Go test out the weekly. 
That's all I'm saying. It's like eight bucks per week. Just try it out once. See what you think. That's all I'm saying. Go build your models. If you want to know how to use it, hit the description or check out the Saturday show where I walk through my process and how I go to use it. And uh, guess what, Jeff? We've hit seven winners in the last, or five winners in the past seven events. Three of the past four. Things are looking up. I'm the, the cold streak is coming in. I can feel it in my knees. It sounds like a broken record, but once again, the odd range that we like to hammer is kind of continuously coming home. We've had two crazy outliers with Nick Taylor. I shouldn't say one crazy outlier with Nick Taylor, and we had the big chop week with Bryson that some people were expecting. We all knew it was coming. A lot of us sat on the sidelines for it. Still a lot of money invested there. Uh Jeez, the tournament kind of played out exactly as a thought in the sense of where my bets were. Uh, I went to Rom under the 20s. You, did, you didn't go to Morikawa. And like I went me. with Reed instead of Morikawa at that price. Uh, but but on Sunday, the tournament was fought between the favorite and a guy at like 22, 25 to 1 and a 30, 33 to 1. And that's going to be profitable for every... for There was going to be a winning ticket out there regard like... A consortium of winners out there, regardless, last night it felt. And what a way to end it. So I I mean, I had a great week, obviously, betting. Um, and I had a good week on DraftKings. As it turned out, my best lineup actually had Justin Thomas in it. So if Justin Thomas had won, I the, his him not winning the playoff actually cost me like 700 bucks on DraftKings. I was okay with it because Morikawa ended up winning. Uh, although I ended up hedging it. We'll get to that in a second. Here are some guys that I actually won huge, though, DraftKings-wise. I got uh, screenshots of over 150 Colin Morikawa winning tickets. Most people did not hedge out. So big wins for those people. Shout out to all of you out there. But DraftKings-wise, uh, Ted Ganser won 50K in the $5 Drive the Green because of my main man, Chase Cipher. Had Chase Cipher on that lineup. Boom. Cash yourself. Tower Ropey, Roper, 60 into 1550. Matt Hill. Uh, 392, no, that was from last week, 392 into 51K. Shout out again to Matt Hill. It's a great week. MC Dusty turned 256 into 6,300 and 300. If you follow MC Dusty, that's E-M-C-E-E Dusty 44 on Twitter, he's doing some giveaways of that cash to people who retweet him. So if you want like a shot at 20 bucks, go follow him and retweet him. There it is. Christian Anderson, 60 into 1649. Gary Smith, 56 into 1430. Nick Havnick, 90 into 2500. And Kent Bruton, $250 into $5,200 and $3. That's all just DraftKings stuff. We're not even talking about the outrights, which I saw some huge ones. Um, you might want to watch, there's two UFC cards this week. And I encourage people to go watch the UFC 251 card last week. If you did that, you won money. Point blank. Uh, 19 people tied for first place in the Millionaire Maker. Four of them were viewers of the Dogger Pass podcast for the MMA show. So two cards this week. Uh, The way I estimated it, and we'll shout out the winners on the UFC show this week, but... From the parlays that got given out from DraftKings and everything overall... From UFC 251, viewers of this show won over $700,000, including Paul. Paul Paul won like seventy five. How much you win on DraftKings, Paul? Uh, like $8,200 U.S. dollars. Killing it. That's pretty, tax-free Canadian money, too. So that's like 12K Canadian I was getting, tax-free. I was getting absolutely dusted out there, though. I was I was a serial donator for the last like couple months, so it felt good to get a big one in me. And there you go. That's what that a lot of people do that too. Like you tread water, you tread water, you lose, you lose. And if you spike, you spike big and boom, you're all paid for. Plus some. It's great. Anyway, let's talk about the work day. 
I have a timeline of tweets here. You ready for this? Uh. Friday. The thing is, Morikawa is going to three-putt several times this weekend and lose. He probably won't even be in the final group on Sunday. Remember Colonial? Remember I said this. That was on Friday from one at Tim Anderson 87. Uh, Saturday, he tweeted out, Justin Thomas is going to win Workday Charity Open. I have no doubt. Your Sunday schedule has now been freed. Sunday with Justin Thomas plus two on the front nine and looking horrible. What is wrong with Justin Thomas? What is going on? Then he immediately turns it around and starts sticking all of his irons to five feet. On the 18th hole with uh, Thomas in front of the green, you realize Justin Thomas is going to make par. Yes. On the first playoff hole, never after the putt goes in from across the green, never in doubt. And that was a quote tweet off of his Justin Thomas is going to win tweet. (laughs) On playoff hole number two, after Morikawa makes, finally, we've seen the coup de gras. They end up pushing the hole because Justin Thomas misses the putt. On playoff hole three, after Justin Thomas hits it behind the tree, maybe he's not stymied. Maybe he's got a lane to hit through. He did not. He had to lay up and lost. Uh, also of note from Tim this weekend, after he was retweeted, that makes five times this year, I believe, that he's been retweeted by freezing cold takes, which is just impressive. Into That's got to be a record. Tim's breaking records out here. Note, Streelman at Harding Park could be very interesting, according to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's the best tweet of the weekend. <laughs> Do you think he knew who Kevin Streelman was before this weekend? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you think he thinks he's like a young guy? Who knows? Did you see the glasses Streelman was wearing? <laughs> I complained last week that I can't stand that his hattie, his caddy wears a cooler hat than him, both of the same brand. Um, but yeah, people are really triggered about the glasses. I mean, I'm pro golfers like wearing stuff to trigger people. I find it very funny that people care that much. But I just looked up, I was like, good lord. What I remember Justin Rose's like late nineties Florida Marlins outfielder glasses that he used to wear? Like those, like really wide Oakleys. I don't for some reason. I got Duval images of those. It, those they were the those. same ones. Okay, yeah. Rose was like still rocking them. In, like, and there wasn't there like some was it Parnevec or some crazy? It was like a Swedish golfer, a Scandinavian golfer that was wearing like the running Oakleys that literally uh, went. Like, I thought, wrapped your face. I honest to God in thought those were revolutionary. Two thousand like two. I was like, I need a <laughs> pair of these. Like, these are the greatest sunglasses alive. And I saw a picture of them, like, not too long ago. I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, these are horrible. I'm know. glad I never got them. I could be wrong, but I just remember the pro that was rocking it looked like a handsome Scandinavian fella. Yeah, and then you look like you're a ba- like you look like you're attached to one of the tubes from the Matrix when you're actually wearing them. Like, that's what you look like. It's not a great look. Yeah, no. I Although they do seem very practical if yeah, you're running. Sure. I don't know. Why do you need to run with sunglasses on? I don't know. Very few guys. The Phil, the Phil rocking like the Avies. The Phil Aviators are, are, are killing t- it. You know who sneaky played good this week was Phil. I went sure, back and looked yeah. at the numbers. He couldn't putt. Saw a lot of shots. Saw a lot of missed putts. <laughs> there was a lot of, hey, Morikawa, Hovland, and Thomas are racing for the lead. Let's cut to Phil, who's chipping out of like, I don't know, somewhere. Just, they can't get over it like i saw americans were very upset because of the tv broadcast rightfully so very few times do canadians really benefit from something delayed golf we benefit from because it's just on tv for us i would like to say there are actually two instances 
Um, it's majors and delayed golf. And majors can count as four. I really think at majors, they step up. We are getting the live at feeds on one, on our like ESPN Ocho, except our version of ESPN, TSN here kind of. Yeah. And they have like five channels. And this is what they broadcast. And all week, yesterday during the rain delay, we got the the feed on our TVs. And yes, people can find the feeds on the internet. I'm 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 with everyone in America that was furious about it. I'm with them. I get there's it's an extra three buttons to have it on your TV. I do not care. It's a respect for the property. Yeah, but, that, I, but I think you just kind of hit on the main thing is that it's the property. Now, I, I've reached out to Golf Channel and the PGA Tour to see if they can get me someone from their like TV contracts department yeah. on to come and explain this. But I, that has to be the reason, right? Is that there is some sort of agreement between the PGA Tour and these broadcast networks to say that they can't finagle anything around? There could be unions and with the crew. That, that's, that's what I'm I saying. I swear to God, it, it could be the most infuriating thing ever. But, but I'm they not, have, but on the next I'm deal, they it. have to work yes, this out. And I'm having a chuckle, like because we're benefiting for once. Uh, for once, it'd be like me having your grocer's freezer's aisle and you having ours. Like it's not funny. <laughs> Got a way better. Um, don't mean to sound like Tim there. But just putting putting that they out there. They have 84 brands of Hungry Man juice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Um, they got to they gotta figure it out. But I was having a chuckle, Pat, and people were making great analogies. This is like watching the NBA in the 80s. And, like, we're on tape delay in the finals. Like, it's just so weird. Any excuse isn't good enough because it's 2020. And we know how kind of simple it is to patch it in. To patch it in, if if God forbid something happened in a public or political sphere, they'd be live. They'd be live in their newsroom with this breaking news of a of sadly what would be a horrific event. I'm not comparing golf to like no, but a, I, an I, assassination I, attempt. But on I, a, I think on a I think that there are different parameters but, that TV ha- networks no, I know, have but no one of- will buy your 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 excuses that just sound moon landing complicated. When we're we're all in this age of it's two buttons, sure, but I get it. Sure, but it could be something as simple as red tape. CBS, There's so much red CBS tape. has sold off this early block on CBS, ah! and, and they are contract contractually obligated to not get rid of it. Viacom to Viacom, ah, like on crime. I think that's all. Like that's crazy. That's not that's moon landing complicated though. Yeah, to, but, that, but, it, but if that's written into these deals, and maybe that's not like. I'm saying, uh, th- th- this is what I'm trying to process through because there seems to be no reason to not put it on. Oh. Or just like, go- or if this happens, let Golf Channel show it. Like, that's an easy fix. Like, sorry, you can show the replay later. Let Golf Channel just air the entire but, thing. Okay, so as someone that was getting it on the TV here, it's so funny what's happening. We almost had a commercial free broadcast. I know. There was, and every time they were going, they were going what would be the commercials on the tape delay. We were getting like a live feed, seeing like 16 and them just like talking it up. And we were seeing the players, the leaders, like walking up to their balls, which would definitely wasn't being shown on the tape delay. And then you could tell when like, um, okay, when Nance was coming back from commercial, we were getting the very hybrid experience. And I sent out two, a tweet and a retweet yesterday thanking TSN Sports for how much I appreciate what happened. I, they have their own rights. They have full rights to live at and PGA Tour golf in Canada. And they are, as I say, respecting the property. Well, it was that or show KBO baseball. 
for TSN. They were like, yeah, we're going to go with golf. <laughs> I don't know. There was, a, I guess, there was like a TFC game that was canceled that, that I think played today. But I don't know. They could have had things. They had things in their block. I think NASCAR ran all week. Apparently a guy 200 to 1 won a race. I saw it. Does that normally happen in NASCAR? I feel like it doesn't. No. Like there was like NASCAR's a rain delay. a bunch golf. Of... Like guys outside of like 12 never win. You're like picking between like five guys. Kurt Busch. Is he still a guy? Well, Kyle's the better okay, one. Kyle but Kurt, Kurt still picks up his sprinkles, and he's one of the few long shots that probably has win equity. I actually know more than yeah, I You should. seem to know a whole lot I about NASCAR. I want to bring up one thing. Well, we got the back room here, and maybe this isn't even the venue. I saw Twitter a buzz on Saturday night because a guy who was minus 900 live lost his fight live in the final round. That's That happens. Happens. But a judge scored it 30-27. Which guy was that? Dos Santos, maybe it was a Santos. I don't oh, know Oh, the Zaleski guy. Yeah, I don't have a clue. Listen, there's. But you understand tune, what tune, I'm saying? Tune into the UFC show when Paul and Cody review all of this because I felt like I got screwed on my main man Double Z earlier in the card. But then people like Twitter. Apparently, everyone on Twitter bet Max Holloway. So when he Did didn't he win, I no, no, he lost a decision. But when he didn't win, people were like furious. Like that is the gr- most criminal activity of all time. Yeah. Yet people who I like respect and actually broke down the fight were like, hey, it was a toss up. Like it yeah. wasn't. It could have went. The decision no. could have went either way. But the juxtaposition of a li- like a. The predominant live site had a minus 900 in the final round, and there was a judge out there that hadn't even scored him one of the first two rounds, is sort of what I'm saying. It's kind of nuts. I get losing the Paul, fight. I actually haven't had a time to catch up on that fight, so I lost a bet on that fight. But, but you didn't bet it live. I'm just going to say, greasy theory, a uh, guy named Dos Santos from Brazil in Abu Dhabi loses to a guy named Muslim Salakab. I'll, I'll sign off now. Just saying. These I, things happen I buy in that as much. Bad, bad, bad decisions. Then what happened to my fucking guy, Zerli Zalapsky? Um, well, he's, he doesn't have... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> smart enough to only make one of them happen. Yeah. Guess the so. fix was only in on that one fight. You mix, you, we missed where the fix was in. Yeah, we, we need to find the fix fight going forward. Anyway, back to golf. How... F- someone actually threw it out to me is, where does that rank amongst the best final rounds of the past, like, year and a half someone said like tiger at the masters is number one and i would agree with that that was a great final round i would say mexico this year was an awesome final round when reed came back to beat bryson evr was in the mix thomas melted down uh that was a fun one heritage was really good a few weeks ago colonial and it was morikawa bryson Xander, and someone who won won. (laughs) and then the next and then the next week was was kind of fun too. Was that the one with Neiman was in it too? And Hatton, Neiman, Hatton, Answer, Sergio, and Webb won. I keep forget, like the guy who wins. Yeah, the guy I who wins. Yeah, that we had money on it was the guy who won. Um, Those two were good. Yeah, yeah, it's been. And this one was just because you have Havlon and Morikawa, who everyone is like primed to say like these are the next two guys, and to see them go out there and see them to fucking take it to JT, take it take it to him after five holes. But like you knew, John, like I even tweeted out, I was like, they need to get their shots in now because Thomas is gonna figure no, this but, out. So I mean, take it like they just have an attitude about them. When Colin Morikawa, I said, I swear to God, says be good in the air. We're not talking about like seven feet. We're talking about it could fly in the goddamn hole, the, multiple places. He hit a shot that I don't think has ever been rec- was even put on video on Thursday on the par five, where I don't even think he meant to clear the hazard on that <laughs> narrow landing. But he did. T- to four feet. 
And he did. And I never made that shot. Um, the one he had yesterday on the par five to a foot and the Hovland par four tee shot on Saturday. I think it was Friday. He put it to 10 feet. One of them. He put to 10 feet. He hit the green Friday and Saturday. Obviously tried to do it again. and was down. He, well, he had to do it on. Yeah, like, and he missed it, it by five feet. He put missed it, his line by seven, five, seven feet. But put it this way. Not only was he had to do it because he was down to Justin the, laid up. You had to take a but shot. Not even that is just. The previous three days, he made the shot. It's not yeah. like he wasn't going to go yeah, for it. Absolutely. His best club is his driver. Why not take advantage of that? Um, and I, I mean this. It's amazing what Justin Thomas did. You rarely see that. But I say I, we've talked about it, I think, many times. I'm always nervous when I got that three-round leader who's, too, who's, like, just clear, and he hasn't made his bogey. Like, I want my guy, God willing, you don't want to make a bogey everywhere. You want every point. It's dumb. It's like that basketball coach who's, like, down seven at half. It's like, got him right where we want him. We're great when we're, like, down between five Yeah, and we've missed all of our... No. E- but, but, like, We'd rather point- be up seven. There's no debating but, that. Yeah, but, but, like, at one point, I think he actually ended up finishing out perfect for the week inside eight feet putting. But, like, at one point, he, like, he was up to 47 for 47 inside eight feet. And then he was, like, 53 for 53 inside eight feet. It's like, no one makes all these yeah. putts, like, statistically. I, I've just seen too much golf. Like, one bogey, when you've made none for that long, sometimes leads to a bit of bleed. And you saw that from Morikawa on Saturday. And then you saw it from JT early. Then you saw it from Hovland towards the back end sure, of the front Hovland nine. didn't recover. But Hovland was battle-tested from go. I mean, he started three over. Yeah. Two over. He it, was battle- he three over. Sure. He was battle-tested from, like, from go in that tournament. JT, I mean, it's so much fun to see the players that have no, – I'm not talking about good players – that have number one in the world, like, pedigree, like, playing great. It's, like, just a different unconscious state. Um, and so that was so much fun uh, just to to watch. And that instance on that first playoff hole, I mean, they got, like, a 77-year-old man out of his seat. It's not easy to do. Doesn't react to much. Uh, and both of them hitting those putts was just out of this world fun. So I want to talk to you about my galaxy brain yesterday. Um, I looked at the hedge equity that I had, because I had Hovland and Morikawa with Justin Thomas up going into the final round. I believe he was minus 175. I'm not going to hedge at minus 175. That's just not happening. Uh, I'm going to let it ride at that point and hope I get lucky. It got to a point during the day where I even put it out there that if you did, if you were someone who likes to hedge, Justin Thomas, after he fell back a little bit, was still three to one. And I was out walking my son around town. I even posted pictures of it. Listen to the radio broadcast of everything. I was like, things are going great right now, but things are rarely this easy. So I thought about the three to one. And then I got home. And I believe it was on the par five when he ended up making par. And Morikawa made eagle and Hovland made birdie again. He got to six to one. And I was looking at it on my phone and I was thinking about it. I was like, why don't I just hedge now? Yeah, are you afraid of the eclipse? The Streelman eclipse? No, happen. it wasn't even that. It's like maybe Justin Thomas is just done. And then I don't need to hedge. Although it would have been far less than I ended up hedging for anyway. Like it was a good time to do it. Six to one. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And I went to go hit the button and the odds change. Like they, you know when it freezes? Yeah. And then it comes back and it's Justin Thomas three to one. And I should have taken the three to one because I wanted to hedge at that point. But I was just like. You had to feel pretty safe. You got a little cocky. No, it's just I, I was like. I just committed to doing it at six to one, and now it's three to one because I missed the boat. Now I feel like an idiot because now I have to spend double the amount of money that I have to do to hedge. So I just didn't do it. <laughs> like that, it's such a bad way of thinking, but it's such a 
gambler way of thinking. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah, of course, of course. Like, it, just, had, it, was, it was stupid I, on my I, part. One hundred percent, I get what you were saying. I ended, but up, you had the nuts because there were people. You had the nuts. You had those those two guys, uh, Charlie Seifert, George Seifert. I didn't have Seifert. 49ers coach Seifert. His name's actually pronounced Seifert, as I learned this week. Although not spelled like that. But when I ended up hedging on the first playoff hole when JT was on the other side of the green. And yeah, you saw you had a great line. I see, I I, it's not even too. that. I didn't think Morikawa was going to make his putt, and I didn't think Justin Thomas would three putt. And they were then it switched to plus money. So I got him at plus 125. So I ended, it turned Morikawa from 33 to 1 into 17 to 1. Well, it was 17 to 1 okay. after my And Morikawa didn't really hit anything of distance. First hole. First or second hole he hit. Wasn't like that a, far. It was like 17 feet. No, it wasn't. Pretty sure it was. I don't think it was. Hovland couldn't buy a putt on Sunday. Well, it's been the story for a couple weeks. It is. But, and then he finally flubbed his first chip of the week. Then he chipped it in right after. I was like, hey, here we go. But he was still kind of lurking. He's doing everything we asked for. Yeah, he led Tita Green for the third consecutive week. Doing everything he is he the asked first for. player to you, ever yeah, do that. You know he can do that, and you accept a few missed putts because he misses them. And you're like, he's just going to put the next one to, to, to that one was eight feet, and he missed. The next one's just going to be at three feet. He's going to, like, it just, there's so many of them. It is the reason why you take the ball strikers and specifically the best iron players every single week because even with Morikawa, he putted well this yeah. week, and that's why he won. Killer. But he, you know who else putted well better than everyone? Fucking Ian Poulter, Ian Poulter. who made every putt from goddamn yeah. 50 feet. Morikawa doesn't need to do that. He needs to make 70% of his eight footers, and he wins. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, they're, he, he just leaves himself easy putts, and so does Hovland. So the week that he gains two strokes, he doesn't need to gain 10 strokes putting. Mm-hmm. He needs to gain two strokes putting. And like this week, he lost 2.1, I think, on the greens. If he had just putted as well as Justin Thomas, who finished like 38th in putting, he would have been in the playoff. <laughs> no, we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that from Victor. It'll a come. Lot. He gave us everything. The one disappointing thing about Sunday, though, Pat, is that I want to say the first two bogeys came from like good positions. Yeah, they the weren't ner- like the, I think the nerves actually. They got weren't to bad tee shots. And okay, like we know off the tee, we're like we're gonna need a 10 foot, 12 foot par putt to save the sucker. We were like in A positions, and and the one that went in the water, and then there was another one where center cut. And yeah, center cut water happened. on six was, and then he missed a shorty somewhere. But dream, dream, I think was dead before the shorty. The, the funny thing is, is Morikawa didn't putt well on Sunday. Like that, there shouldn't, with the way that it turned out, there shouldn't have been a playoff. Like he missed that short par putt. Uh, I think it was on fifth on sixteen. He missed his first eagle putt, which was very makeable. Yeah, and and he missed the eagle putt on fourteen too. That was ten feet. Like he missed a whole bunch mm-hmm. of those putts, and still ended up in the playoff. Uh, we uh, we probably shouldn't have been like crying to the world with JT up three with three to go at Mirfield. Josh Perry pointed that out. It's a good call. Very the, very very tough closing stretch. I was like getting so a, be aware of I was that. Getting this the week. bathing suit on. You said this is enough. They hit the eagle pot. It's time <laughs> to put on the bathing suit. And then there's a little swing on sixteen, and that's enough to keep me in. Like as long, Justin didn't hit the fair the green on the par three sixteenth was enough to watch. Keep what the in. what the hell is Thomas doing pulling out three wood on eighteen uh, over uh, and over when you're striping your goddamn driver? I don't know. Tim wasn't happy. I don't know. Tim's not happy about much. Tim is that's he is on a tear this golf season. This golf season might deserve its own award show. Well, it's funny because his one and done is still doing really good. Yet he feels the need to go curse someone else halfway through the tournament. You ready to talk about Memorial? Yeah, I'm staring up at, at hitting place bet on a big one. So, I well, do you want to place that bet? I might know my fat thumb is still loitering. Okay, uh, I, I, just before we get into this, I'm gonna get. I can't see who you're betting on. I'm guessing it's a big bet on either Tony Finau 
Ricky or Rory? And not Sabatini McElroy. Okay, well, the two of those names don't need to be a big bet because <laughs> they're odds. Ah, Fowler's odds are dicey. No, I'm talking about like a big bet. I'm guessing you like, okay. The fav- so, yeah, the you, favorites, you got it. The fa- you got it. The favorites this And week. I love all of them. And I wish I hit Victor so I could sit here, snicker, and make a friends and family card and have no issues about it. But I'm trying to just do what's right for me. Bryson 10, JT 11. Rory 14, Cantley 14, DJ 16, Hovland 22, Rom 22, Morikawa 22, Brooks and Hideki 25, Webb Simpson 28, Xander 28, Tyga, Tyga Woods 28 to 1. Opened at 33, immediately down to 28 at the place that we're looking at. I've seen him at 25 at a lot of spots, and I've seen him at 20 in a lot of spots. I would wager he's down to 20 by the time tee-off comes. People are going to be betting Tiger. Yeah. I bet Tiger, but just straight up. I wrote him up in my column this week. I have no worries about his layoff. And I really do think that, I mean, he hasn't played since the hiatus. But I, as funny as it was, when he played with Manning, the one takeaway that I had from that was he was driving the ball really well. And if Tiger can drive the ball, he doesn't need to be Hovland or Bryson in terms of his driving this week. But if he can be like top 40 in driving, he's still a top five iron player in the world and that's what plays here he still has an amazing short game if he can make a few putts and the irons are scorching there's no reason he can't win this event and he has a pretty good track record of coming back and winning events off giant layoffs he just did it at zozo (laughs) is there anything you're afraid of i'm afraid that you know his back stiffens up and like he's out of sorts for a little bit i'm afraid of the downside that can come along with it but i don't think i've bet tiger since tiger like came back came back and I'm just, I'm really shocked at this number. Okay. I have a bit of a different opinion. Oh. And I agree with Unacceptable you. on my show, sir. I have the same opinion on. as me. Hold on. I agree with you in the sense that, well, I disagreed with you and what you projected the number to be. And I think that's where our difference of opinion lies. You projected a number so low that this number seems out of this world good. I mean, this is basically the same number they gave us at Genesis. But he's been shit at Genesis in his career. He's won this tournament seven times. <laughs> I didn't see the number ever being opening under 20. How come? Like, I, I, mean, I was wrong, obviously. The, the, just the top I, of I the get, board I is get so it. good. I get it. But who is, like, random person going to go bet? Tiger Woods. I have no <laughs> I, I have no idea. Maybe the books are like. The books are making a stand like, saying Tiger's not going to win. In, the Patriots would play the Browns and the spread was like four and a half. And you're like, are they trying to trick me? What are they doing? <laughs> what's going on? I don't get it. I'm smarter than that. Okay. Like you're like, what's going on here? I get that. But I think they just see the depth of where the game is. And one thing that I think of, and this is a double-edged sword. So let me finish last year after he won the masters, he took extensive time off between lots of events essentially would only play in pretty much majors. He would struggle and then be like, can't replace turn, can't replicate tournament golf. Nothing replicates tournament golf. But then he had about a 10 week layoff and won the Zozo uh, where I don't think many people were, were, were touting him at all at, I want to say maybe it was 22, but it could have been 28. It was a pretty high number. It's pretty high freaking number. Um, so there's that also, but it wasn't this field. There wasn't this field, and there's nothing but an A game that's going to win this week. I, I just look like he played the Players' Championship last year, and then that was at the beginning of March, and then took an entire month off, played the Masters, and won. Then he played 
the PGA Championship at Bethpage, just a course where he's not going to play well. Like, that's not a course designed for this version Listen, of Tiger. He is, and then he comes back a month later, comes ninth at Memorial. And then every know. comfort, he's kind of almost like a Bubba in, like, there's his tracks. This is one of those freaking tracks. He's won here six times. Seven times. Seven times. I'm not looking to pick on him, but I... I, I think 28... I think he's got I think a, that 28 to 1 is an actual fair number on Tiger Woods this week. Okay, that's fine. That, I'm not going to really argue do. that. And like, it's, like you said, if he had been priced at 14 to one, I probably, I wouldn't have bet him, but he's double that again. Like, I, think I think your, you, your excitement and desire to bet him is what you thought the number would be. I, I didn't think I, number- I just thought that there would have been an overwhelming sentiment of people to go bet him. First time you've seen tiger in ages. It's at a course where he has a storied history. He won the match with Peyton Manning. <laughs> That's a big thing. People watch that. Like there's, I only say this because the most handle people have ever taken on golf in terms of legalized sports betting has basically happened every single week since the return of golf. It is really the only thing going on outside of NASCAR and MMA. But in terms of like overall mainstream sports, golf's not mainstream like baseball or basketball or football, but big events are. Majors are. But now it's the only thing going. So that your random dude that is going to put $100 on a football game on the weekend might be a guy who puts down 100 bucks on the Masters in normal times. That guy's probably not going to put $100 on NASCAR, or not going to do it on MMA. He's probably going to do it on golf. And the numbers from the sports book reflect that. And I think that that person is just more apt to go bet Tiger. Like, I feel like they could have set him at 8-1 to one and took action on it. Honestly. I, not my action, but they would have got action on it. Someone's going to pay. If Tiger wins. If he wins, someone's going to pay. Someone's going to be buried in the desert. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like he's got a completely different agenda at the moment. I think that he wants to win. Tiger doesn't show up to events he doesn't want to win. I didn't mean it like that. And God, if he is in the hunt Sunday, I will be afraid of, would be afraid of him more than anybody. I just getting to that prime position to be in that attack spot on Sunday. I don't know if we will be there. I, I, that's what I'm worried about. But if he gets there, there's no one else you'd rather have. Since, <clears throat> where is it? When did he come back? Let's call it the beginning of 2018. He played the Farmers. He is, he missed the cut at the Genesis the first year in his second start back. He missed the cut at the U.S. Open. He missed the cut at the PGA Championship, and then he missed the cut. Oh, at, I'm going to bet at, a lot of losers. At, 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 the, at the Open Championship. Those are the only cuts he's missed. I'm going to bet a lot of losers. <laughs> Don't don't you guys worry. Oh, I got I got a ton of losers on my card too. But Tiger, no, but I'm saying like I'm gonna not say I don't want to bet Tiger, but I'm gonna actually put money on these guys. Yeah, you're gonna be like don't, don't I, you I, worry I, I won't about I won't it. I won't bet Tiger at 28, but I'll bet Ricky at 33. Don't you worry. <laughs> anyway, let's Bad go. The thing. Let's go to the top because listen, Bryson comes in, he's won here, coming off a win, ten to one. Thomas playoff loss at the same course. How do you think the course is? Do you think it's gonna be? Like, is it going to fuck up Thomas at all that he has played a, the same course, but it's going to look slightly different and play a bit faster? Do you have any worries about that? Because I started thinking about it. It's like, well, these are the best players in the yeah. world. If it does fuck them up, it'll probably take them like two holes yeah, to figure it out. I don't, I don't have any worry. And we spoke about it last week, Pat. I bet my card last week like it was Memorial. Yep. And, the, and as I said at the, near the top of the show, what did it come down to? Uh, uh, in terms of the price range, fighting it out, exactly what I thought. I was on different guys. 
but it was exactly where I thought it'll be fought out. And I'd argue this week it could be lower. Although we've gotten some dip because some bigger names are here and there's a gaga for some people and we've gotten a dip on guys. So uh, if you bet a guy last week and he showed good life, like, and he's getting a bigger number, what do you do? We'll find out. So of those top end guys, who is your favorite? McElroy? Rory McElroy, 14 to 1. I'm licking my lips thinking about ways to build a card with that bet on it. Justin Thomas, between Justin and Rory, really was. And you you made a point to me that kind of maybe was a final nail, despite the three extra points um, that I can get for Rory. Rory at 14 to 1. This is kind of... I remember a couple years ago, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been like Dustin at Genesis. He literally said to me, like 14, when Dustin was like Dustin. at his absolute peak, like this is ridiculous. Like we're getting this guy 14 to 1 now. Everyone's here. Like let's, let's roll it. I'm kind of feeling uh, like that. I, it was between him and Justin, and you scared me with your Justin post-playoff stat. Well, it's not even post-playoff. It's just... He hasn't won after being in a playoff <laughs> the next tournament. It's, it's after like three times or something like that. Like I, you have to nitpick, but like obviously you can't bet all these guys. Some people won't even bet any of them. So if you're going to try to differentiate, he's played a lot of golf. That's all I'm saying. I like raw. I, I, I would be put it this way. I think I would be more prone to go back to Morikawa at double the number of Thomas. Turns out I know Morikawa can not only win at this course but beat Justin Thomas at this course. You know, like why? No one's gonna bet Morikawa this week, but like, why couldn't he go back to back? His game is kind of perfect for these types of layouts because he'll stick. He'll get his free birdies. Like he'll stick it enough, and he's shown that within the four round period, he's going to hit enough of the mid longer range putts to juice over the top. I, I, and there's enough there to make up for any blemishes. I would say the the counter to Morikawa this week is, you know, first big win of his career. Maybe he went out and fucking partied all. But he's right there. It's kind of like I, a two-week, you're I, still in the village. Just, just let me finish. Sure. Stealing your bits. I, 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 I got more. I let you finish when you said, please let me finish. He set essentially an all-time proximity record on par fives last week. Probably not sustainable. And he gained like three and a half strokes putting, which is not something he typically does. That doesn't mean that he can't come fifth it doesn't mean that he can't win again but just the supreme ball striking on both the short par four and all the par fives where he made up a ton of strokes plus the hot putter that he carried for the first two days it's just a lot went right for morikawa and things have to go right if you're going to win it's just hard for it to happen week to week like i would almost think i would rather take hovland than morikawa just because the tee to green is there maybe this is the week he makes a few putts I completely agree with what you said, and I only meant to interrupt, and I don't think uh, he's so mature beyond his years, this Morikawa, and the fact that he's probably still in, like, the same little village, in the same house, I would assume, rented little place. Like, I don't think there's room to party yet till we leave Memorial. How much much did Cantlay's Sunday slash his number this week? I mean, what would it have been? 20. Would have been my guess if he didn't go bonkers on Sunday. But Rom went bonkers on Sunday and it didn't move. He's twenty two. Like that got higher. And uh, I, 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 yeah. I printed this out right before we started the show, like literally Sorry. two minutes. I got something higher. Oh, like better. Yeah. Oh, and when you said higher, I thought you meant it's like eighteen now. No. I, I saw a twenty five out there, but you got better than that. Twenty six. Oh, nice. 
I can't turn away. But 22 is still a good number for I can't, Rome. I can't turn away. There is one guy that I don't think anyone's going to bet. Because the number is a bit wonky. It's not wonky. It's a deserved number. But you know who tends to play well when he starts playing well and just wins a whole bunch in a row? Brooks Kepka? Dustin Johnson. Oh. Forgot about him. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going to forget about him. Yeah, he goes on heaters. So, of course, it's a layout. Much like you could take how we described who's going to win, who's going to be fighting for this. It's the same type of guys I'd want to bet at a U.S. Open, a PGA Championship. So Same type of players. The, the only th- swing that I would put on that is that there is a certain amount of gravitas I feel like you need to have at some of these U.S. Opens in terms of like guile and experience, where that doesn't necessarily seem to be the case at Mirfield Village. Morikawa just won. He's 23. Cantley won. The year before, he was 27. Bryson won in 2018, he was 24. Lingmurth won, he was 27. Hideki won in 2014, he was 22. Like, young, great ball strikers. Lingmurth is a huge exception to this because he's not on the level of these other guys. But at that time, we were calling him, like, the homeless man Spieth. Like, he was really good for that year. (laughs) He really did everything at a Spiethian-like sort of way. Uh, You're not wrong, and we've always mentioned the breakthrough way, so it's almost like a... Sure, I'll take that back. It's like a major championship light layout. And of so many guys, Pat, on the first part of this board, not only is Memorial their biggest win of their career, uh, for the guys that have won it, for a lot of them who we love, it would be the biggest win of their career. Like if John Rahm won the Memorial, like that and Tory Pines, am I forgetting something? What did he win in Europe? What did he win? I think that Tory Pines I think is equal. a bigger... Yeah, they're probably equal. That's, that's probably true. Has he not won a WGC? Has he? Didn't he win Mexico? No, he lost no, that he to Dustin. Then he lost the match play to Dustin. He has a lot of seconds in big tournaments. Uh, but he, ha- he also has like 11 wins worldwide, too, in the past like oh, four years. Yeah. People, and the f- people forget that. And the fact that we've got... He, he hasn't really put together any sort of consistency, though. That's been his problem. I'm worried about it, but I can't turn away that number based on what... I pulled it at 20... I bet him last week. So I got to that's one I'm staying with. You cannot, there's a difference. I bet Gary Woodland last week, a lot of people were mad that Poulter hit that putt because it chopped a bit of that back end of a T5. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, news alert, Poulter hit every putt. Yeah. And, every putt! And w- <laughs> Except for one on 17. He missed one from like three feet or something. I was like, finally! He gained nine strokes putting. But I'm not going back to Gary this. Gary week. was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like it's like well, let's, it was, let's cut to Gary Woodland, who's currently chipping in. Well, there <laughs> were like, two players that like that, Gary and Xander. Agreed. Xander was just making a ton of putts, and it, the irons did come around on the weekend. But he drove the ball still very poorly. Couldn't get it up and down. His number's twenty eight. I've actually seen it higher. I don't love him here, but again, I think he's sort of like Dustiny, where no one's really thinking about him anymore. I don't mind him at all. He is on a short list of players. I am thinking about young man too wouldn't be i mean he's got a tour championship yeah this would not be the biggest one of his career and he's got bigger he's got wgc he has a wgc he has a tournament of champions and he has tour championship he loves a good no cut event i'll tell you that much and he has a greenbrier which was actually a cut event so just looking at all these names like and then there's brooks who birdied six of his final 10 holes and he's like i guess i'll stick around for next week not going to head off to minneapolis for the 3m but the changes to the course this time around, I guess we should kind of lay them out a little bit. They're not going to cut the rough, so the rough is going to be longer. Uh, the speeds of the greens are going to go up. 
They were a bit slower. They cut them to be slower for workday. They are going to go back to the normal super lightning fast greens that the Memorial generally has, which tends to neutralize some bad putting. Because you look at that list, Morikawa, Cantlay, Bryson, Hideki, those ain't good putters, Jeff. Ben Ann lost in a playoff here. So I think this could go back to a bit more team all by ball striking, no putt, uh, just because I think the putting gets equalized a little bit. Um, and different tee boxes, championship pins that were not used last week at Workday were reserved for like Jack's pins will be yeah. used for Memorial. But I think it's going to, it's still the same fucking course. <laughs> but, Jack's, yeah, no, would have been, Jack's pin yesterday would have been essentially where Dustin Justin putted from yeah. where he hit that bomb. And that would have been a much more difficult pin to get to um, for all of them yeah, when they were the finding bunker? trouble off the tee on, on that playoff hole to begin with. Yes. So I actually pointed this example on the preview show, but Poulter on Saturday on the par 5 15th, uh, he tried to make a really crafty shot, and it was a really crafty shot. There was this ridge at the top of the green, and the pin was down, and he played it to the top of the ridge because historically that ball hits that ridge and just starts trickling back. And we saw that a few times on Sunday too, where guys really, end, whether it was out of the bunker or on a chip, that they were trying to play like Augusta style. I'm going to put it up here and the ball is going to trickle back to the hole because that's how the greens work. But they were soft, not firm like they normally are because of the rain, and they were cut slower and Boulder's ball just stayed up on the ridge. Unless you were Gary Woodland and you put some spin on those, you slice it, it, it to really perfection. Worked, it, really, it really worked out to Gary Woodland's like bad short game that like it worked to his favor. He's like, oh, I missed it by eight feet. I'm right next to the hole. This is great. <laughs> Love Gary. People were pointing out, there's people doing advanced analytics on our bets. Bet a lot of Woodland. Too much. So Webb is 28. I just don't feel... Webb is a lot like Tiger, that if he can drive the ball as well, he's been, as well as he has been doing it, his irons and putting are so good that he can really make up for it. But I, is he I, like Morikawa, but a better putter? That was really fast. What did you say? Is he like Morikawa, but a better putter? Better putter? Oh, I mean, no. No, no, no. Iron-wise, yes. That's, but, I mean, but he's going to have the same, like, no, we'll but, be in time, we're going to hit more of these putts. Yeah, but Morikawa can drive the ball. Webb can't. Well, it depends where we are. Yeah, and this isn't one of the web-style course. Like, it's not Bermuda, for one thing. It's bent. That's usually a quick cross-off. I made that mistake at Charles Schwab. And that's not to say that Webb can't be good. I just feel like this course in particular, where he's never really played well, albeit he's a much better player now than he's ever been. He's coming here as his first time with this sort of, like, elite feeling about himself. I, I just don't think that this is a good course for him to win. That's not to say that he can't win, but if like, I'm looking in this range to get my money, it's not going to be Webb Simpson. I don't know whether that's justified or not, but just he doesn't do it for... Like, I'd rather bet Xander than bet Webb. Rather bet Hovland. Like, I'd rather bet, like, the supreme, supreme ball strikers. Maybe Webb catches the hot putter. And... What are your thoughts on going back to Victor? I'm debating it. I'm, I can't... I don't think he'll stick at 22 to 1. And he didn't stick at 22 to 1 last week. He dropped to 25. I think that he'll drop to 25 again. I'm really considering it. Tune in Wednesday, by the way. Live chat coming back. 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the DraftKings YouTube channel and the Pat Mayo Experience. I think we should stick with it. Stick with Vic? Stick with Vic. Big stick Vic. It's just you're getting a worse price and a better field. But you would have gotten a bump because he played well and, like... 
off that performance. I, I do like if th- he was thirty last week, we probably would be at starting here lower anyway. Maybe, but I do like the fact that he just went through that Sunday pressure. Like that's a monkey off of his back now. Like when was the when was the last time that Victor was in contention in a real tournament on a Sunday? I think this is like the first one, isn't it? Well, since he won. Yeah, that was in Puerto Rico. Like, this is a real tournament. People, he was against Justin Thomas and Colin Moore. I know, but that wasn't a long time ago. Wasn't Puerto Rico the week of the Honda? Yeah, but I'm saying that Puerto Rico is fucking whatever. I know, he had to beat Josh Teeter. <laughs> yeah. I had a 100 to 1 Teeter bet. Well, it wasn't the Teets that week, was it? Almost. What a week, though, for him. But I, what I'm saying is, like, this feels like the first time that Hovland's ever really been in the pressure cooker was okay. this week. Yep. In terms of, I guess people couldn't watch it on TV, but like, Justin Thomas, who potentially he was the leader it, at one point on the third or fourth hole, maybe the fifth. Yeah, and hole then he even. then he melted down. <laughs> melted down. But sometimes Put guys, it in the water sometimes guys, but listen. made a great five though, right oh. off the, out of the water. Oh yeah, what a five! And you're like Victor makes so many birdies, you can have that five, but he didn't make the birdies went away. But I do, although he did look a bit jittery at times, I do think that Morikawa losing at Charles Schwab a few weeks back did a lot of good for his nerves. And I mean, this is all unquantifiable stuff, but I think that as a personality, like now I've been through that. I think it's all quantifiable, Pat. I think I don't think is, I don't think it's actually no. I think but, you're misusing quantifiable. But, but I think it all means something to all of them. Even Justin Thomas put out a tweet or an Insta last night. Like every you learn from everything. That's it. You learn from all of it. I think these guys are they're sponges, especially a guy like Morikawa. Because if you've ever literally seen like in-depth interviews with him and, and pieces on him, he is so mature. It's like creepy. He, it's I, creepy. I, I got to say, out of all the young players on tour, Morikawa seems like a party time guy. He seems like he'd be a fun hang. Like low pro, though. Yeah, like like under the radar, low like pro. he'd be a good hang. He's not like giving a microphone a stay off the weed like Victor. Yeah, Victor seems like kind of dirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Victor, though. I like the, I love them oh. both. Oh, and then your and boy it, Wolfie. Well, it's funny because Wolf is just the inconsistent version of these guys. Like these guys, the reason that they're so good and have elevated up so highly is because they're consistent every single week. Whereas Wolf is like, I'm plus nine. Oh, now I'm minus 24. He's like, whoa. Sorry, I don't mean to like take this into this place, but I used to take it into a place previous with a different golfer. If Sung J.M. looked like oh, them, would he be seven? Where, where would he be? We're going to get to... What would, what would he be if he looked like them? What do you mean? I mean... Like if Sung J.M. was like secret American, like Colin Morikawa? If he just was like a cute, fresh-faced American kid, it would never be 70 to 1. Well... It would never be. It I, would I, never I, be. There's a lot of new viewers of the show, so I think you should explain. What you're saying is there's a debate we've had for the past like five years, is that Ricky and Hideki were essentially the same player, except Hideki was better, except Ricky always had better odds, because yeah. in the betting market, Hideki is like a Japanese guy who you never hear talk. And Ricky is Ricky Fowler yeah. wearing neon. Yeah, looking shirts. good. On, we, we're seeing Ricky come home with any hu- heater. Ricky is shout out to Ricky for st- sticking around, waiting to hug. Listen, good so, times. social distancing. There's nowhere to go. He's staying in the same house. He's probably living with JT this week. <laughs> got to give him a break. Sometimes he's got to be drinking that vodka. That was uh, looked like uh, something. They were drinking something stiff. I R- think Ricky Fowler is Tim's one and done selection of the week. Tim's great way. at one and dones. He's good at yeah, but he's good. Let's at, get the T10 Ricky. Yeah, T10 Ricky. T10 Ricky. He can't lie. He just kicks in the butt. 
kicking it down the road. I thought I could get a big score with Vic, but yeah, you got a good number on. Vic. But it doesn't make any ground on Tim. Really. No, because he had Cantley. I actually lost ground because I had Neiman. Who I'm going back to this week. Better odds. Either way, I think we've talked enough about the top of the boards. I'm in on Tiger, and I'm going to give Vic and Rom and Morikawa a big look. Not going to commit to any of those guys. And, and I really, you can say things. You don't need to say, can I say stuff? You can wait for me to finish and then say it. I just like this board too much. What, do you want to bet the top 10 guys? No, I don't think I can bet Rory. Because you want to bet guys in the 20s. I want to no, I even want to have a couple bullets saved for like the 70s. I just can't That's, do it. So like I said, I can't I, do it. I'm in on four guys so far, Tiger being the highest of those at 28 to 1 and then the rest is down the list a little bit, but I want to save a bullet or two for another 20 or two 20s or maybe a Dustin. But I'm going to make that I don't need to make that decision on a Monday afternoon. I can make that on a Wednesday. When I do the show on Wednesday, I'll have made a decision. But if I got to bet Rory, it dropping to 12 makes a big difference. It shouldn't, but like I'm a mental midget like that, and I don't like it. Doesn't get higher than fourteen. Yeah, but if you take Rory at fourteen right now, that's excluding the rest of the card anyway. That if he's at twelve, it's not. It's no You're different. Right. It, I, I mean, it is different. You lose your two points, which is huge, especially would, on a big bet. But it's not like you're just not going to up your bet to make up for it anyway. But you're not going to you take. Know the, me well. Yeah, but you're not going to take. The, like, if you were fading Rory at this point at fourteen to one because you wanted to pick between Vic. Morikawa, Brooks, and Rom, and two of those guys instead. That if you wait and Rory is twelve, then you're still not taking those guys in the middle. Okay. So you're going to bet Rory you're anyway. Right. Let it play out. And you're right. You know me well. I would just buy the difference back <laughs> yeah. anyway. You're not shorting my return. <laughs> Books love me. Not when you win. Not when you're on a heater. So are we done with that range? Yeah, the range is great. I don't know. Did we talk about Brooks enough? I, I, Brooks is on the short list. Like, I really need to figure out what I want to do. Like, would you, would you rather bet Morikawa at 22 or Brooks at 25? Brooks is the only player in the entire planet, the entire maybe sporting world, where I will actually give credit to this crazy word that people, betting people hate, motivation. Feels like he's got it, doesn't he? Because I, like, there's something about him. I don't care when other, anyone else says they want to win or something or you feel like they're motivated. I don't buy it. With him, it's just somehow been proven that I buy it. And when I'm snickering at people calling him Beta Brooks, like, because of the stuff he's tweeting and going after and can't handle not being one of, like, the four golfers people want to talk about at the moment. He's, like, having a breakdown. And not by breakdown, I mean sending what I think are Bush League tweets, but that's a different debate. Yeah, and then calling out Golf Channel personalities and not name Brandel Shambly, uh, innocent girls, women. Uh, uh, maybe not innocent, but like, I don't know. He's like firing himself up. He's like, I got to start my own fire here. No one's starting it for me. Maybe that's what you <laughs> need. Like, 25 is a good number for a guy who looked like he figured it out. Does he have Ricky on the back back on the bag? I don't know. Does not, that matter? I don't think so. He probably has fucking Chase Kepka on the bag. I don't think he was invited to play this week after he was ninety-eight over par last week. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I'll have this part figured out. You can't really go wrong. Like I, would you rather bet Cantley at fourteen or Dustin at sixteen? It's Dustin, right? For me, Dustin. Yeah. But that but doesn't that's mean us. that's the right answer. That's that's us. Thirty to sixty range. 
Not much a Bruin. No one in the 30s. Ricky's 40. Burger's 40. Can I read the fucking names? How about this? Tim, would you like to take over the show, please? Let's move us along. Yeah. All right. I'll do the forties. Uh, it's amazing. We've never seen. I've never seen a guy not in the thirties before. Does that happen? That seems pretty rare. Anyway, Ricky's at forty. Burger. He's on his own little heater. Contends every week. Layout works for him. Forty. Woodland forty-five. Rose fifty. Answer fifty. Reed fifty-five. I keep that, that going. That was pretty good. Day 60, that's it. Day 60, uh, yeah. I, that's I the 30 we'll to 60. Leave that. We'll leave it there. See? I'm not saying anything. Just let you plow through. It takes like 10 seconds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, it, there's some options. I think Berger and Ricky represent fair opportunities. I like Berger the more than I like Ricky. I think Reed... Reed might be an auto bet at 55 yeah. just because he's 55 to one. I did the numbers on him the past three years. He wins once every 22 tournaments. Did not putt so, very well, I feel, last week. He, he just was out of sorts and still. For a little bit. It all kind of fell apart, no, I like think, he, on Saturday. For or, a bit, and then he got it back. Yeah. Like He was out of sorts almost all week, and I think he finished six under. But this is just the type of layout where you'd like make more it, teeth. Make it tougher. This is where, yeah, make it tougher. This sets up this. This is like wheelhouse patty, and I've already said this with Vic and Rom as guys that I were on was on last week. Rom showed me enough on Sunday to feel I gotta maybe go back there. Vic has got me the, the, the hamster spinning. Reed was the guy I picked over Morikawa. I don't want to bail on that. Feel like that's. Just 55 to 1. And like I wouldn't even play with the each way. It's just Patrick Reed to win 55 to 1. Don't even want to bail on it. So I could be there. Uh, I bet Abraham answer at 50 to 1. I don't feel good about that, but numbers tell me answer's basically been, besides Bryson and Hovland, answer's been the best player since the restart. And Berger. Berger's the other guy I'm actually looking at here. I did do more of a deep dive. Firestone is the crossover course that you really want to go to. It's both in Ohio. Uh, it's similar in the fact that you need to hit a lot of fairways. You don't want to get yourself into a lot of trouble, a lot of crossover winners. The other course that tends to go hand-in-hand hand with this, and not every year because the other course has a lot of high-variant shots which can swing a tournament. But PGA National, another Nicholas design, if you take like the long macro view of guys that have done really well there, they also play really well at Muirfield Village. Now, at PGA National, you have a ton of guys who randomly missed the cut because they put it in the water twice on Thursday, and well, then it's over. But that doesn't really exist at this course. So if you see, like, hey, this guy has four top 15 finishes at the Honda Classic and two missed cuts, well, then you can go investigate that. Why? Those players tend to play pretty well at this course. Well, Burger time plays pretty well there. Sam Burns was another guy who plays really well. Had a really bad, after I put some money on him against Boulder, had a really bad Sunday. There's a guy at the d d d deep end that I'll be talking about later that I feel fits this for me. Because um, there's a couple pond guys from other ponds that uh, I like deep. But answers just... fit that PJ National board. Answer answers just playing too well. And he has a bad short game, which does not lend itself well. But here's the thing. If you never miss the green, you never have to chip. It's, it's like Morikawa. Yeah. But he won't be coming. He'll be using more club to come into the greens. But it's essentially a lot uh, of the same situations. I mean, an Answer's one of the best drivers of the ball on tour. 
like just straight up. He's not like super duper long, but he he's a lot like Duffner. He's like when Duffner was like really good. It's kind of like how Answer is playing. So right how now. much shorter is Webb than Answer? He's not, but Webb sprays it, man. Like Webb's Webb has been good at driving the ball since the restart, but generally speaking, like he's just he's not an accurate driver. Oh, don't get me wrong. Answer's always center cut. Rarely playing out of trouble. Rarely putting for par. Yeah, like he can. And the thing is, he's putted so poorly. So, but since, over the past fifty rounds overall, Answer is twelfth in this field off the tee, seventeenth in approach, and fourth from the key proximity range of one fifty to one seventy five. But if we just look at since the restart, uh, he's one in approach and three off the tee. And maybe he he used up all of his good mojo. He's not going to get that back, but oh, I happen to think he's pretty good. Yeah, there's a card to be built. This Sorry. conversation is telling me there's a card to be built. He's also sneaky 12th on par threes from 200 in. to 225. Very short sample, mind you, but maybe this is the week he finds a putter. He can't find the sand. Not very good out of the sand. Uh, but when you bet on answer, like you don't, if you bet on answer and he's scrambling, you've already lost the bet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, if like, it's, it's consistent scrambling, but you hope if we're both off the green, we're both making bogey. So what am I losing? Yeah. I'm talking, you know, when we get to, to time, anyway, Sunday time. Him and Berger would be, I have bet answer. I'm going to think about Reed and Berger at 40. I probably don't have room for Berger at 40 because there are a couple guys down this card that I think actually are live. Like Rose at 50. I'm not doing I it. I want to bet it. But I, I want to bet it, it yeah. so badly. People want it. I got he it. was so bad last week, and it crushed his number by more than double. Can I make a question? I know you hate when I say that. When Rose was playing great, and I bet him he was my one and done, uh, Mr. Stanley Morgan, what? I don't think he was pin stalking. I think he was like scrambling great. I think he was hitting these 20 footers. I don't like remember seeing Rose by the pin a ton. Even though his total birdie numbers were were uh, are amongst the top uh, for guys that have played the same amount of events. So tell me what I'm seeing and what I'm not. I think for the first two events, Charles Schwab and Heritage, essentially what he was doing was he was driving the ball really, really well. He was putting himself into perfect position every single time. And then he was kind of doing the Keegan Bradley where, oh, I'm going hit to hit this green in regulation to 40 feet and two putt for par. And then for like a... 15-hole stretch, he just gets nuclear with his irons and hits everything to five feet and starts making those putts. And that didn't happen at Travelers, and he missed the cut. And he was just a disaster last week. Although he did gain strokes driving. <laughs> Four lost on approach, two and a half around the greens, 3.6. Fits the profile. The number is good. If you bet it last week, you felt those feelings. It's strong to go back. I'm not there. I would rather try burger or answer. May not answer. And that's with the each way, too, because uh, I feel like he's someone who could come third. And even behind, there's a couple guys in the of north 60 in, in front of 100. Well, we're not there yet, are we? No, but I'm saying I, I, I real, I, there's a card. There's a full card to build. Day at 60. It's good to see life, but I don't care for it. I'm with you. I'll pass on that. Next range. 60 to 100. 
Who are the guys that you want to talk about in here? I assume it's Tony Finau. I guy. want to talk about Tony Finau, Sung J.M. You mentioned we're going to have a conversation about Neiman. I could talk about Mark Leishman, uh, whoever you want to talk. Uh, yeah, those all fit the case. Paul Casey and preview shows, I gagged over. This seems like a ridiculous number. I don't know what he's been doing, though. He played once, right? Yeah, he played Travelers, I want to say. What's he doing, just riding his bike instead of golfing? I mean, the guy's got the Popeye forearms. He probably just at home doing hammer curls the entire time. But this is a guy whose profile could could tackle this place. Yeah, he's a great tee to green and can't putt. That, that's like... <laughs> the profile of a lot of guys I'll be betting. He was 32nd at Travelers. He, he drove the ball incredibly well. Gained 2.3 on like approach, forgot- gained around the greens, and lost two putting. He's just a forgotten man, totally. Go look at him to win, like, majors. He's not 75 to 1. That's interesting. It's the same field, same guys. He has worse odds than Kevin Streelman, who's going to win the PGA Championship, according to Tim. Like, that's <laughs> fucking bullshit. Shouldn't have worse odds than a lot of these guys. He's really good. So I have two. He's really good. I, I know he's good. I have two bets in this range already. In. Bo- I think you said them, right? Both with the each way. So Sung Jay, I'm playing a talent play here. Like there's some some things the numbers tell you. Like so, someone like Answer, who just played so well that's har- hard to overlook how well he's been playing. Essentially the same reason to back Hovland this week and last week is the same reason to back Abraham Answer with the way that he's been playing. Berger is almost the same thing too. Sung Jay is just out of sorts. But I, went, I put this up on Twitter if you want to go look at it. Like, rounds two and three at workday, gained 1.6 on approach, 1.9 on approach. He had lost in six consecutive rounds coming in, and then he gave it all back on Sunday and lost four on approach. He's been losing like two and a half strokes putting per green or per round. This is all atypical, but when you go back and like look his previous form coming into like Honda and API, he had a whole bunch of the same stuff too. And the weird thing is, is he continues to make cuts because when his irons are bad, he putts well. Or when he's driving it bad, he hits his irons well. But when he can figure it out, he's one of the best players in the world. And 22 years old, by the way. People forget that about old Sung J.M. Well, that goes to my, the conversation. But it's, but it's not even that. It's just like he did it in a different way, too. That's also like there's a pedigree version of this that people overlook with Sungjae, where you have Wolf, Morikawa, and Hovland, college superstars. Oh, yeah, they saw, him play col- they saw those guys play college football. And Sungjae just went and joined the mini tours, grind it up. Joined Corn Ferry, grind it up. Yeah. As like a 19-year-old. Like, I don't think that he has a... I don't think he's as good as Morikawa and Hovland overall. But he's a different type of player. Isn't he younger? He's younger. I feel like he's got a lot of Patrick Reed in him. I was literally going to say, you li- the way you were explaining where his game is right now is like Patrick Reed. Win, it, it, and then he just gets it together and he thing. wins. And then to get these Sung JM numbers, you know they're not going to be around long. But, but it's it wait, feels he, like an auto number. If he came ninth last week instead of 41st or whatever 35th. the fuck he came... He'd be 40, 40, 40 to 1. 40 beside Ricky Berger. Yeah, and that crew with Ants. Yeah. So I'm in on the each way at 70 to 1, and I'm taking Neiman. Neiman's continued to strike the ball well. I had a nice little Sunday I saw. Five under? I think he's four, four under. under. He yeah. makes too many bogeys, but maybe he got them all out of the system last week. Who knows? He's played well at this course historically. I think this is a big number. And he, too, just like these guys, he's 23 years old. He's already won on the PGA Tour. This would be his big win. Uh, and we're getting a better number than last week. Granted, the field is a lot stronger. Okay, but you need your guys to run pure, and if he's running pure, he ball strikes with the best players. And like, there's no difference. Like Morikawa is going to consistently strike the ball better, but when Neiman, 
and Morikawa are both driving and chipping to their best. And even just as good, just doesn't happen as often. Yeah. Fair. All fair. And other than the obvious joke, why wouldn't you like Tony Finau for the exact same reasons you put out Neiman? Just Tony hasn't been as good? How far? I don't think he's been as that far off. I mean... His approaches have been struggling. Yeah, that's not good at a course where you have to hit them. Like, who, who do you think's a better player, Finau or M? The answer is M. Who? Sure, M's gonna hit. M's been more consistent, but they're both incredibly consistent. I don't think that's an obvious answer. But who's been better? Yes, M. Who is better? I don't think there's a for sure answer there. I think the answer is M. He already has better wins in his. 22 years. Yeah, he's a babe. Finau's not even a young guy. Finau's fine since the restart. 23rd, 33rd, miscut, 53rd. He hasn't been good since Phoenix, really. He was better at Rocket Mortgage overall, but that was a shitty field. An easy course. This is not an easy course. Tony's eventually going to go on a run and be good. And I think it all comes at once for him. But I don't see it right now. Just because you love him doesn't mean he's going to win. No, I, I th- what's his, he's got a good track record here, doesn't he? Miscut 13th, 40th, 11th, 8th. Was the 13th the year Cantley won? Yes. Yeah. That was your Neiman came 5th. I also remember playing Fino on DraftKings at this course one year, and he went birdie, birdie, birdie to make the cut. <laughs> he's done that a few times in his career, where he gets like birdie streak to make the cut. It's usually when I fade him. I actually had him that week. Uh, Spieth is 70. That's fun for him. Poulter is 80. There's no way Poulter makes that many putts again. It's impossible. Now that I say that, he'll be even better. Kisner, 70 to 1. Talk about a guy who's driving the ball. Detroit, really. a lot of good things happened Detroit, there. the irons came back for him. But he's been driving the ball really well. So outside of like the super young guy, we've also seen Duffner and McGirt and like that type of player. Kind of play well here. Kucher has a victory here. That Kisner's sort of in their profile. I think he's just more of a DraftKings play for me than like an outright bet. But I think he's a good player. And that's it for me in that range. Going back to Doc Redman, no, Har- Harris not, English. That was never me. That was never me. I don't mind Kisner at all. You could shop for better. So my card so far, Tiger, answer, Neiman and him. Those last three with the each ways. So I still have room at the top. I still have room later on. But even the 100 to 1 range, I don't have anybody. Hey, who would you take above 100 to 1 in this field? The one with the best odds, I think, value-wise, is Weisberger. I've seen him as high as 250 to 1 in places. He's the number 29 player in the world. Oh, it wouldn't be hard to guess who I'll be betting over 100 to 1. Uh, Alex Noren, 175 to 1. How did you know? Because you, you tend to bet him every time he's in the field. You made a PGA National comp. That's like all I need. He's been playing well. I feel like in your mind he's playing really well. Show it to me, baby. I, I don't know, actually. I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Let's see here. Alexander No Ren, as Tim would say. Miscut 21st, 60th. Miscut 59th, 32nd. He's fucking great. Lost strokes on approach in four consecutive events. Your winner, Alex Noren. Like it. <laughs> like I just think in your mind. Because you, 
I have guys like this too. Like you see their name on the leaderboard at some point, you're like, man, they're playing great. But then you never, because you haven't bet them or you have nothing invested in them, you don't really figure out where they finish. Like Willett's playing better than Norton is. We'll be betting that too. I just don't, I feel like a lot of these guys in this field are just a waste of money. Oh, of course. Like a legit waste of money. Yeah, 100%. You want to talk about a waste of money. Down here at 500 to 1, Jason Scrivener, the Aussie, ended last year really, really well. And some like big boy events too uh, at the end of the European tour was like, he's been kind of shitty so far in uh, 2020 on the Euro tour. He's 5 of 5 in cuts made though. I think I might play a top 20 on him. Uh, he has like he's good off the tees, good with his irons. I don't mind that at all. Uh, I got to ask you about this guy. He did show a bit of life, completely fair on the weekend. I didn't even pay attention. Where what what happened to Louie? Louie made like seven consecutive bogeys huh? on the back nine. Side. That'll do it. <laughs> he, he went and like <laughs> injected heroin at the turn. <laughs> I decided was that. I thought he was like in that mix of guys at that minus five or six, seven, and then he just. Uh, so you I know, saw Sabatini rising and one uh, South African flag bottoming out. Well, the South, uh, you didn't oh, see the Slovakian, the Slovakian flag. I just saw they were playing together and figured they had to be buddies. Uh, Sabatini was playing really well until Tim commented on his attire <laughs> and how much he liked it. He went like bogey, bogey, bogey. <laughs> internet is spazzing in sad shirts tim lets us know like yeah he he, he's in. they're pretty fashionable here and here here's a guy remember how people were like in on scheffler last week a little bit they're like well he was plus seven round one but then he was minus seven in round two uh, can i guess yeah kevin nah munoz 350 yeah. to one did you see his friday no good Re- he was plus seven on thursday i believe he was minus five or minus six and he didn't gain strokes putting. It was all ball striking. It's like, amazing. Like 350 to one. I don't think that he's going to win per se, but top 20. Like the top 20 on Munoz now is good. Sorry. Is that, you were in on him last week or was that two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. forgetting about and he was, someone else? It was two weeks ago. He was bad. But now he's 350 got, to one. Listen, I kind of said it. I don't really have much love for, for the guys far back. Yeah, so I'm talking about top 20s here, top yeah. 10s or first-round leaders or whatever. Like for me, my cutoff is almost 70, and it's it's kind of pushing it. But if you do have faith in, like, Leishman's and, and Kisner's, I, I totally get that. Well, I, w- I do want to talk about some of these guys. Like, Ben Ann went on that heater before. He got so hot, there had to be a thunderstorm to cool him off. Then he missed the cup. He's 110 to 1 now. Playoff loser at this event in the past. Nah is back. I think Nah is an interesting name. That's so, what I thought N- you were N- N- Nah goes... Plays well, withdraw, misses a week. Plays well, withdraw, misses a week. We're on the play well week for him. And he's played well off this course before. His back is okay. He's 125 to 1. How about a guy I was looking... Was I looking for Lucas Glover last week? I might have been. You were. 125 to 1. But now I just don't feel like like he's a winner, though. Yeah, I know. Top 10? Sure. Listen, you know why. You're going to talk about his wife. I didn't want to hear about that. He's just got no. He comes, and he's in seventh. Better protect that top ten. <laughs> Can Ryan Palmer play worse than last week? You know he was. Oh, I saw something crazy. He was eleven over on, on a on hole. two holes. But didn't he do that? I w- we were at the Honda. Something crazy happened, and he had someone kicked out. Wasn't me. Yeah, and you know where else he has historically played really well or really poorly? PGA National. 
It's true. He's either like plus 20 or he's in second. <laughs> That's more of a DraftKings play, though. You know who led in strokes gained approach last week? Most strokes gained on approach of any event of his career. Are we talking about a far back player? Yep. 175 to 1. Keegan Bradley? Keegan Bradley. <laughs> I saw you tweeting about him a lot. I had I had him on DraftKings. But he hit he legit hit everything to eight feet and missed every putt. For the week, two strokes gained off the tee, 10.7 on approach, lost 5.3 around the greens, seven on the greens. I'd like to say that his seven strokes putting lost uh, is the most of his career, but it's not even close. <laughs> How big is this field? Uh, 133 players from 157 last week. But this field is just better. Do you think it plays harder? Yeah. But like how like but now there's better players. So they'll, they'll consciously make it harder. So can't lay, boxes. Can't lay one last year at minus 19. The playoff oh. last week was minus 19. What did, like does Shit. it get to minus 19? Cuz if not like you want to take Willett and Norn and those guys like Brennan Grace is 225 to 1 and he's actually been like playing all right. No, it's hard. The course will have to play harder for those guys to have life. I would even argue the same for like a Kisner. I would almost wager the same for Tiger. Yes, for sure. Although I know he can, Grace actually hasn't been playing all that great. Played well at Charles Schwab. That was about it. That's, I get. But then, in theory, I think it plays harder. But you bringing up what I think the actual score will be, and I think it's right there. Okay. So I guess not trying to look down the list like duffner and keegan i think those are just DraftKings plays not bets evr 160 shop it but i I don't mind him at all i don't think i could bet him to win is the problem i think i'd rather bet weisberger to win it like if all like the random euros that are out there weisberger wins at least almost like noren used to win when when have we seen him last uh burned yeah burned last played wgc mexico did not play great. But he came eighth in Abu Dhabi earlier this year, and he won three times last year. They killed it. And he kind of, at least in my, at least the prototype of Bernd Wiesberger that I think of when he wins is perfect for this course. He's a good driver. He's good with his irons. He can get up and down. He can't putt. <laughs> that, that's his MO. He's sort of like good Ben Ann. Anyway, that's, that's all I got. Steele was another guy who gained a bunch ball striking. Another guy who plays well at Honda, by the way, and bled like eight strokes on the greens. He's 160. And he gave I himself, saw he went on a little heater. He gave himself ample opportunity to make birdies. But honestly, they cut to Steele, and he'll stick it to like eight feet, and, <laughs> and you're miss. still like, I still got to see this putt. <laughs> and you assume because they showed it to us, like they already have the putt in the can, and they're just showing us the approach. Uh, but I'm like, I still got to see the pot every time. Quick picks for Memorial. Like I said, Tiger Woods, 28 to 1. Answer, 50 with the each way. Neiman and M, 70 with the each way. On Wednesday, when I do the live chat at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, DraftKings YouTube channel available on the podcast after the fact or facebook.com slash the PME. You can watch it live up there as well and ask your questions. I will reveal my overall betting card, but I get some more tough decisions to make. I didn't even bring up Sergio, who's been playing fucking hot fire, 66 to 1. Thought about Serge, but... There's a lot of guys... Rather th- th- this field is 
You, would you rather bet Casey? Yeah. Why? I'm betting people to win, not come fourth. Okay, Casey won the Valspar twice, twice. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> What's when's the last time Sergio won? I think he won like his tournament not, in like I Portugal. Don't, I don't want to be smirk Sergio. You, you, you want, want you want to go against major champion Sergio Garcia with like forty worldwide wins? No, I don't mind the pick uh, at all. He's hitting it. He's hitting it out there, and he 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 can do it. He fits the like sort of no putt prototype tee to green guy that I think my card will be built around. So I got. I'm not going to be smirch it. But you, we're in the quick picks. You have to make some picks. I think I interrupted your Sergio thing. I didn't know it was actually on. No, TV. no, I was just throwing him out there that we didn't even talk about. Okay, I bet John Rom. Okay, I bet John Rom. Got. I'll look at Hovland for days. I will look at Hovland for days. If you like a guy under twenty, for me it would be Rory. But at this point, I think I have to back off because I sit here with you and you've just talked. I've just thought processed the whole thing too much. I'm happy I didn't send that thumb. Yeah, the, you don't need uh, this one. It's one thing that I've been much better during this run where we've actually started to hit some winners. Five seven weeks, by the way, or five seven events. You know, two before COVID. You had three in a row before COVID, and then four of six coming out. Something. Three of three I'm of five, like whatever it, it is. Yeah. Either way, waiting, doing more research. Waiting till Wednesday to make some of these bets. Even if I miss out on a number, it might be on a guy that I wasn't even looking at on okay, Monday. But can I say this? Like, I wasn't looking at Morikawa on Monday. There is a site, unlike any other site that we have access to, that does cash outs, that they do full dollar for dollar cash outs. Other unless sites, the odds change. Unless the odds change. But other sites don't do that. You drive your car off the lot, yeah. they like will give you, like, give you like 20% back. Yeah, once that, a bet is made, it's so it. So you can make a bet comfortable in that number, like confident in your skill to say that number doesn't get lower, but I want to think about this a little more. So what I, I actually did that with both Hovland and Neiman last week. I took what I the money I was going you saw the, I saw the number that I liked. I didn't want to lose it to go down. So I put half of what I thought I was gonna put on it immediately. And then I waited till Wednesday and put the other half on it was. It turned out to be the same number. But if both you times. ended up not wanting to pull the trigger, you I could have got out of it. Get out of it, clean as a whistle. Yeah, I don't think that we should be bringing this up because most people just don't have access to something like this. I know it's a it's a mental. It's just you're, a, you're doing the Tim thing where you're talking about things that are very specific to you that do not help anyone. <laughs> but I appreciate that. I agree with you because I do do that. But it's just like the thing where I say that you should play on the site. When you're betting top fives, top tens, and top twenties, try to find yeah. a site that doesn't have dead heat rules. Just you'll you'll the, make yeah. a lot more money. Even though you'll get like one point worse of odds, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Imagine and if you played your top fives on Gary Woodland on a site without dead heats. Then you weren't chopping shit. You got the full payout. Yeah. Uh, we've just ta- spoken about two different ones for the record. Uh, Rom on the card. Victor will be stared at all week. This is where things get ugly, friends. I... Don't mind Ricky. <laughs> I don't mind Ricky. I love Patrick Reed. I don't mind Tony Finau. And I like Sung JM. You're going to bet him because I bet him now. You don't want to miss out on him. No, I, I listen. I think it's all there. Him at 70? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's a talent bet. It's not a stat. I feel the same thing. Like I feel the same thing with Patrick Reed. 
And in the end, I'm going to regret it because this tournament's going to be fought between three guys under 25 to one. Yeah, it's going to be. And I wish I sacrificed those three bodies to get one more of them. Let, but it is. Let's what try it this. Is. If there was no odds attached to any of these guys, give me the top three in this field. Like bet and die. Like who would I bet on? Yeah, you have three guys to pick, and one of them has to win, or I'm going to kill you. Bryson, Justin, Rory. Okay. I think those would be my three too. Uh, I- <laughs> Like I, this isn't to, like I think people get very confused because there's a lot of new. I always say because a lot of new people have come into the show and they ask me like really weird questions. I'm like, what are you talking? Who's about? gonna win? Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know who's going to win, but I would say that the three favorites have the best chance to win. But like I don't know if I want to like I didn't want to back Bryson at six to one in Detroit and he won. But that's just never a bet I'm going to make in this field. I'm probably never going to bet Bryson at ten to one, despite the fact that I it was like Thomas last week. I told you mm-hmm. I like Thomas mm-hmm. the best of all those guys. He was ten to one. I don't want to bet him ten to one. So you not, probably I, don't have Morikawa on the card. If I don't, I don't have Hovland or Morikawa if I take Justin Thomas. So, so like that's how. And you could argue now Bryson six fifty in Detroit versus ten here. Six fifty seems insane value. To versus that this course, number, yes. that field, this course, this field. Yeah, he's won at this course. I think that's, Fair. that's why yeah, he's yeah, the that's favorite. a kicker. Not only is he like trending, he's the buzz of everything. He's he, actually won yeah. here too. Yeah. Although I'm curious to see how his game now translates because he was a better iron player then than he is now. Obviously, he's better at driving the ball now than he was then. But I still think that he's, despite the fact that he won in Detroit, this isn't like a hit and giggle course. No. And this, it, thank you. This is the first time, sort of like last week, this is the first time where it can get serious. Those first three events, the Colonial, Travelers, Heritage, you can get around there, no problem. This is like the first big boy pant venue. Um, The winning score says they made it as hard as it's been historically for the Memorial last week. I think Jack... Jack will have an intention of saying, I need a lower score than What, what just happened. What do you think they do with 14? I'll keep it. You want it there? We saw three guys in that final round play three different ways with three different scores. No, Jed Morikawa missed the eagle putt. Oh, sorry. Set it up for three. You're right. Um, I would keep it. I thought... It, Make it a bit longer. Sure. Move it back, I think. Although I do like the idea of being able to get there. The problem, the problem with is is par is too easy. Yes. if you don't, if you like go Victor, in the water, Victor should have made par. You missed ba- the putt for par. Yes, you bail out. You go in the water. You could drop it at a red stick green side. It's a simple. It's a memor- You the fact you can drop the ball, you can maybe get a situation, but it's an up and down for par that most of these guys can make. Yeah, which really struck me as odd. Of why doesn't everyone just go for it? Well, that was something a couple years at the players Rory won last year. He moonshot at a par five and it was like it was totally worth it because there's a red stake behind the green. He gets to drop there and he just went up and down for par. By the way, you know who's going to know every single one of these rules? Bryson. (laughs) He's going to know where, hey, if I put it in the water here, I can just drop it here. Like that's an under Phil, Tiger, all those guys. They know this shit. Some players do not. (laughs) Yeah, some players don't. One and done picks for the weeks. Tim is taking hot Ricky. So hot right now, Ricky Baller. And Tim's been doing, he's winning the one and done. Who'd you say you were using? 
I am going to use this one here. Not so much. I've definitely used ROM. Shit. I'll use I use burger before even one. God damn it. We do this every week, Jeff. Yeah, I don't know. I sent you the list last week to look at. Give me Cantley. Are you sure you haven't used them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, imagine if you won more money with Cantley than Tim did last week. Although you probably will, because this the prize purse for this field is like. He's not going to play poorly. I'm not betting him. I usually bet my one and done. I'm not going to bet that, though. But I think that's a really solid one and done pick. Yeah, I think it's very safe. And there's more money. There's more money in this field, and there are fewer players in this field. So you're better off being right at this one than being right at the one last week. I'm taking Tiger Woods this is my one and done. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm behind. Just print some Tiger money for me. I'm just excited to be rooting for Tiger again. Love Tiger. It's great. Imagine if we got a final group of C. Wu and Tiger. So everyone's like, they got to do Brooks. They got to send Brooks out with Bryson and Tiger. I'm like, if Tiger... Is Tiger playing with Bryson? No, I don't know that. The people are just like... No, their... put Reed in that group. No, no. But Reed, that's... Bryson, and Brooks. No, see, you got to put Tiger there, but it would be good for the reasons people don't even realize. Tiger would literally be pestering both of them for four and a half hours. Everything would come with a Tiger one-liner. Like, Tiger would be egging them both on. Uh, It would be gold. If if that's what you think, then I think you put Phil with them. Why? Because Phil's like just the mascot of the tour right now? Yeah, he's wearing aviators. He's hitting bombs. (laughs) Nice nice shot, Brooks. Idiot. I've won 45 times on tour. How about you? I just it'd be fun. Anyway, that will do it. Pat Mayo Experience. Jeff Feinberg. Follow him on Twitter. GFeinberg17. Any closing thoughts? Because before I start the extra, you're going to like cut me off. Who did you take for your one and done? Tiger. You said that. You're happy to be in. I'm looking for the list, but I can't find it. So hopefully I didn't I thought it. you would have saved it when I sent it to you. You didn't, did you? Do you have any final thoughts? We talk too much. Any final thoughts? Okay, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me on Twitter at VPME. Same as Facebook, where I will have the live chat, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, DraftKings Show, Tuesday. Two UFC shows this week with Paul and Cody. Check out the feeds for all of that. And if we get 250 new ratings and or reviews on the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, we will be doing a Cut Sweats live on Friday. So you're going to want to do that. So please, so you have something else to say now. Thank you. I just want them to know that, that you're not freaking around. If you don't, you're not just, we're not doing it if you don't get the numbers. Come Agreed. on, Jeff. That's all. I, no, I needed that to be put out there. It's not like something that I you're said, just. I said it. I, I've already said that. I'm we emphasizing. We were out of here. I was emphasizing. People think you're just do it anyway. I won't. That's my, what I'm emphasizing. You know me far too well to know I won't. They want it. They've got to f- play by that. Stipulation. Yeah, help out the show. Giving it to them for free. Hitting winners for free. <laughs> stuff away for free. We're going to do the show for free. Just yeah, give me some reviews, please. Smash the like for the episode. And if there are any spots left in the PME Open, you can find that in the description of the video and podcast article up on DK Nation right now. Check her out. Drew Matthews tomorrow for the DK show, by the way, from FTN Fantasy, FTN Daily. FTN. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time.
experience! Experience!